guys, how's it going? This is Hub, and welcome back to another episode of Teen Titans Wasteland. Yeah! And I'm gonna level with you, I got nothing to say in this intro. So, fuck it, let's get on to the episode. That's what you all came here for, right? Not to just hear me yammer on and on, but to hear me yammer on and on with my brother, and specifically about a comic book. So, let's get to that specific yammering. Today's synopsis rhyme is submitted by Zane Kipf Miller. Rolling on the ground with a group of fox kits, stalking circus clowns as you hear a synopsis. Synopsis. Teen Titans number 49, August 1977. Raid of the Rocket Rollers. Written by Bob Rosakis, drawn by Jose Delbo, with inks by Vince Coletta. Teen Titan Roll Call. Robin. Aqualad, Kid Flash, Wonder Girl, Speedy, Hornblower, huh? The Harlequin, and Bumblebee. Previously in Teen Titans, Aqualad fell ill with a mysterious malady that Aquaman used his undersea proto-WebMD to diagnose as Hydro-Agent Flu. Not to worry, he should be fine as long as the Titans keep him hydrated in a tank of distilled water. Only they forgot, and now he's dying. Joker's daughter officially joined the team and got a new name and costume. She now goes by the moniker of the Holoquin, but not to worry, her new costume is still super creepy and she still looks like Nancy Reagan. Also, the Titans were attacked by a sassy lady in a flying bee outfit that shot stingers out of her butt at them. She called herself Bumblebee, and she's rad as fuck. Will Aqualad recover from his teammates' negligence? Will the Holoquin continue to creep hub the fuck out? And who is this mysterious stranger with a potentially deadly bottom? Stay tuned to find out. Okay, so, sort of? Yup and Karen Beecher, Mal's delightful girlfriend. Kid Flash and Robin are rushing an unconscious Aqualad to Atlantis where he can receive treatment for his potentially fatal disease. Kid Flash is running across the ocean, towing behind him a water-skiing boy wonder who is hoisting Aqualad on his shoulders. Good job, Robin. Wouldn't want him to get wet. When the trio of original Teen Titans arrives in Atlantis, Aquaman and his team of scientists conduct a series of tests and determine that Aqualad does not, in fact, have Hydro-Asian flu after all. In fact, physically, the marine teen seems to be in perfect health. That's a relief. Except that he's still unconscious and is probably dying. What? I guess Atlantis has a somewhat different definition of perfect health than I do. Aquaman tells the Titans that he has no idea what's wrong with his protege, but he still blames the Teen Titans. Fair enough. Meanwhile, back at the Titans' secret discotheque headquarters on Long Island, Mal and Roy's band, The Great Frog, is taking the stage. For some reason, Mal is playing the trumpet instead of the shofar. Boo! But other than that, things seem to be going really great. As soon as they get off stage, Speedy starts being super creepy and hitting on the newly rechristened Harlequin, which, despite the fact that he was being a total dick to her and calling her a traitor a few hours ago, really isn't all that surprising. I mean, A, he's Speedy, and 2, he's a drummer. Fortunately, Roy's non-consensual back rub is interrupted by the arrival of a bunch of masked assholes with rocket skateboards and Devo hats who show up and start trashing the joint and punching people. Hooray? The aforementioned assholes introduce themselves as the Rocket Rollers and start beating up Mal. Not cool, guys. The other Titans change into their punching clothes and leap into the fray. Doesn't go that great for him. Wonder Girl manages to snare one of them in her magic lasso and orders him to surrender. But he ignores her command. What? But she was so confident that would work. Despite the fact that I'm pretty sure in the previous 48 issues of this comic book, she has never used her magic lasso to make anyone obey her commands. It 
totally does seem like the sort of thing that a magic lasso might do. And it didn't. What gives? Bumblebee shows up to lend the Titans a hand, but Speedy thinks she's attacking them again and fucks everything up. Fucking drummers. The Rocket Rollers deploy a series of high-tech skateboard-related gimmicks to dispatch the Disconson and Discotech denizens. Then they zoom off into the night, laughing to themselves about how much fun it is to be an asshole. Soon after the Rollers escape, Robin and Kid Flash show back up and wonder what the fuck happened to the untrashed nightclub and unbeat-up teammates that they left a few hours ago. The two groups of teens fill each other in on what happened in, respectively, Atlantis and Long Island. Mal reveals that he's pretty sure Bumblebee is his girlfriend Karen, which she confirms. Turns out, like me, she was tired of the Titans taking Mal for granted. She figured that if she put on a costume and attacked Mal, the other Titans would just let him get beat up, and Mal would see that they didn't really give a shit about him. Harsh. When she saw how his teammates rallied around Mal when she started doing B-shit at him, she decided that the Titans weren't so bad after all, and that she would use her newfound insect-related powers to become a crime fighter and join the team. Hooray! But where did she get all the bumblebee gadgets in the first place? Karen explains that she isn't going to explain. She's going to have to keep that a secret until Rosakis figures out an explanation. Ooh, maybe Two-Face, the Joker's daughter's father, used his inexplicably non-canonical telepathy to help her design them. Yeah, that's probably it. More importantly, Karen reveals that she has made a new costume for Mal, and it is amazing. It is a blue and white spandex bodysuit covered with stars and with a high Dracula collar and an argyle belt with a holster for its shofar. Oh, and it has a weird symbol that looks like a very stylized M on the chest, which is kind of odd because it also has a mask and his new code blame is Hornblower, which, last I checked, does not begin with an M. Evil beware. So, it's pretty much the best costume ever. Surely, it will be an outfit that will last for years and years. Or, at least until the end of this issue. Almost. Meanwhile, in a nearby house, we find out the secret identity of the Rocket Rollers. It turns out, they're a bunch of assholes. Some dude named Brian is a boy genius inventor slash engineer who is tired of the Teen Titans being more popular with teenage girls than he was. So, he invented a bunch of skateboard gadgets and told some asshole buddies to go beat up the Titans with them. Yeah, I mean, I can see why he's upset. If it weren't for those darn superheroes, the young ladies would naturally be flocking to engineering prodigies. It's just the natural order of things. Oh, and it turns out the rollers were able to resist Donna's lasso commands because they were wearing earplugs. Yeah, they had the superpower of deafness. What a gadget. A week later, the Titans are hosting a charity event where they will be putting on an exhibition of their powers and introducing the public to their new members, Bumblebee and the Harlequin, and perhaps more importantly, inflicting Mal's new hornblower costume on an unsuspecting crowd of spectators. Naturally, the Rocket Rollers show up and try to fuck everything up, but this time the Titans are ready for them and send the sinister skatepunks scampering. Hooray! Two of the Rollers head out for the open seas and transform their rocket skateboards into rocket surfboards. Which is, objectively, pretty cool. It looks like they're about to escape into international waters when they're KO'd by a thunderous double punch from the depths of the briny deep, courtesy of the Marine Marvel himself, Aqualad. Hooray! He swims the knocked-out roller thugs back to the shore, where the other Titans gather around him to congratulate him on recovering from his illness. Only it appears they might be a bit premature on that, because he immediately passes out again, and Wally has to run him back to the Atlantean doctors. Bummer. Later on, back at the Teen Titans' secret discotheque headquarters on Long Island, 
The Titans are surprised when Mal shows up wearing the Guardian costume he wore back in issue 44 instead of the spiffy new disco fabulous uniform his girlfriend sewed him. Mal explains that too many people knew about his identity and connection to the Titans and were using it against him, so he decided to switch back to a uniform the public doesn't know about. Okay. Doesn't seem to be an issue for Wonder Girl, but okay. But in a secret thought bubble, Mal reveals that the real reason he's switching from his new awesome hornblower costume is because someone stole his horn. Oh no. I do not like the idea of someone running around with a magic shofar who did not beat up an archangel. What is this country coming to? And joining us once again is my good for many things brother, Corey. Corey, how's it going? It's going great. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You were in Canada, huh? I was. I heard good things about that place. It pretty was great. a delight. Nice. Mm-hmm. Glad to hear it. Thanks. You hear that? Our Canadian listeners, we like you. Nice and work. your place. Yep. Nice place you got there. Shame if something were to happen to it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to start threatening Canada. What? Nothing. Jeez. Nothing. So, what'd you think? <laughs> uh, pretty good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Pretty good. You, Brian's kind of an asshole. Yeah, Brian seems like a real dick. <laughs> that means, of course, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Corey, but... Mal did have a costume change in this issue. Ah, none taken. Yeah, point. what'd you think of his duds? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, Corey, but Mal had a second costume change in the same issue. Touche. That Damn. is true. He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that led us to... I don't know exactly if I would call it a cliffhanger, but so... When did Mal's magical pipe disappear? Do you suppose that the skate punks, not skate punks, the uh, rocket rollers took it when they were looting the the horn? I have absolutely no idea. I hope so. I hope it had something to do with Brian, the engineering idiot. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess he's an engineering genius, but... It's a human idiot. Yeah. I have a lot of problems with Brian. This guy seems like a real tool. Yeah. First of all... Yeah, jealous of the Titans. That is his entire motivation for inventing crazy skateboard, futuristic flying skateboard. Those skateboards are fucking awesome. Oh, they're rad. I There's a lot of things about them that don't make sense. It has one of the special features of them is, <laughs> no, I'm attached to my skateboard, so I can't fall off it. That doesn't really seem like that would be a point in the skateboard's favor. Mm. It seems like that's a snow, like the deal with snowboards, you know, this... And one of the deals with snowboards. We've been over my deal with snowboards before. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I, I don't like a, a rich person's hobby co-opting the attitude of the streets, but... As a device. As a device, I think one of the drawbacks of it is when you fall down, you have a, a snow skateboard attached to your feet, mm-hmm. and it makes it harder to get up. This guy, uh, part of their thing is, oh, I knocked you down, knocked you off your skateboard, and he's like, no, I'm still attached to it, sucker. Yeah, um... These, Seems like it would be a liability. It would be in in real time, real world business. Mm-hmm. But these devices also are capable of riding vertically up walls. Sure. Transforming into surfboards. Right. Shooting rockets. Mm-hmm. And the but riders, not out of their butts. No, it's no bumblebee. No. Um, the riders are imbued with the power to not hear anything. Right. A very powerful power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm guessing their Devo hats keep them safe from 
crashes and such. Uh-huh. It keeps them safe from pussy. <laughs> ah, jeez. I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> I don't think you should. Well, I'm going to. I think you should be forced to keep that one in there. Ah, uh, fine. Sorry. Wait, so you don't think Devo was a successful... Uh, I think ladies? Devo did just fine. I think Devo is amazing. I am a big fan of Devo. Uh, I was, uh, People wearing their hats in general, though, yeah. that aren't Devo did yeah. a bad job. With... It, well, these guys particularly. I like that their their outfits and hats seem to be somewhat Devo-inspired, but they're just kind of a mishmash. Like, I want to like these guys more than I do, mm-hmm. um, but they're just a bunch of asshole jocks on skateboards, basically. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not uh, being an apologist for the rock. Yeah, and their outfits aren't as cool as I want them to be. Like, they're kind of generic outfits. We can't tell one apart from the other, other than they're all different primary colors. Different colors, uh, hockey kind of. Yeah, there's just not that much to them. I want them to be, I like skateboarding. I'm bad at it, but I like it. And Mm -hmm. I like skateboarding culture, and I think it would be a cool thing to incorporate, but especially as early as 1977, but... Mm -hmm. I don't think these guys really pulled it off. I was honestly overall not a big fan of this issue. Mm. I think that if Brian wants to go and eliminate everyone that teenage girls think are cooler than him, than engineers, (laughs) then he's going to have a busy, busy, busy time of it. Yeah, and it's like, I guess maybe Gabriel's horn was in the same city, so it's an easy target. Like, you would think he would... That's where the cool kids go. It was it was a big opening thing. Uh, maybe there's mm-hmm. just not that much going on in Farmingdale, Long Island. So a crime of opportunity, but, like, if right. he's really going after the big fish, this is... Mm, I don't know who were teenage girls crazy about in 1977. Well, the Teen Titans. Mm. And that that was, I mean, his ostensible target was the Teen Titans. He hates the Teen Titans mm. because teenage girls think they're cooler than they think he oh, is. So, for example, maybe rather... See, that's the weird thing. is because ostensibly, Paul, Peter McCartney and the Flyers were... Peter... McCarthy. Yes. And the Flyers, excuse yes. me. Were... The big attraction at the opening night of Gabriel's right. Horn. Right, well, I mean, that and the Great Frog. Well, that's the thing. It seemed weird to me that that the dude was, Brian the Brain, was so hung up on the Titans when, like, the biggest, like, musical act of the 70s, other than the... Right, but I think they're... Not Carpenters was... Right, but they point. are the Carpenters, too, and that is known at this point. The woodworkers. Even even more. They had the big reveal. Even more. I don't know if they are necessarily because they are, like, a a partner's act. Like, I don't know if they're necessarily his target because they might not be specifically targeting... Like, I don't know if they are necessarily teen idols or if they are appealing to a larger crowd or if they are, you know, a married couple. So he's like, ah, the teenage girls aren't going to go crazy over them. They're not taking my women. Mm, Okay. I think he was targeting the club to get at the Teen Titans, perhaps, because... You know, they're always doing construction work on the place in full costume. It's a very bad secret headquarters. Um, And especially, it's become known, uh, Mal mentions at the end, that he is a very public figure within the nightclub, and he is also known as a titan, so... Hence the costume. People are going to start doing the math. Yeah, that man... That's a ruse, though. Yeah. I will say I am disappointed that the Hornblower costume is not here to stay, because I loved that costume. It reminded me a little bit of 
was it Evil Knievel that had those pants with the stars? Well, he definitely had pants with stars. Okay. The, it reminded me of those. Yeah. Which was rad. Yeah, the white pants with the uh, red, white, and blue stripes uh, filled with stars to going down the leg. Yep. Yeah, no, those are great. Big John Studd also had those. Um, He was, he was a wrestler, perhaps? Yeah. Good call. Yes, <laughs> he was indeed. <laughs> Uh, Andre like, the Giant. I know he's my friend man who could, you know, Big John Studd. He was always coming over. He's an affectionate nickname. He's a good guy. <laughs> he did seem like a good guy. I like Big John Studd. Mm-hmm. He gets forgotten a lot. He was a very large man who uh, feuded with Andre the Giant. He was not nearly the size of Andre the Giant, but he mm-hmm. was a very large man. Mm-hmm. He had a beard. He was a good, good wrestle guy. Okay. Yeah. Also, stars on his pants. Just saying. Not bad. Yeah. It's a good look. All right. But man, Mal's hornblower costume and persona, uh, just terrific. I like that he gets a domino mask finally, although I don't know why he has it, seeing as he's apparently a public figure within the team. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that, because there, there's a thing where I was like, oh, is he, does he have this mask in the new costume? Is he going to try to have a secret identity now? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the. but apparently that's not the case because when they introduce him at the rally... Where I guess they're going to do like public crime fighting or an exhibition. I think they're just going to do an acrobatics display because that's what Robin really wants everyone to do all the time. Yeah, yeah. Show off the abilities of the new members. Yeah. Well, we're all trained as circus acrobats, you know. It's the root of any crime fighting repertoire. Indeed. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's got this whiskey sitting in front of me. I probably better drink it. You better take care of that. I already drank mine. It was nice. Ooh. Yeah. That's a Canadian shot glass Hub was using there, folks. Yeah, it says the moose is on the loose. (laughs) And so true. Yeah. As true today as it was in our time. Yeah. All the time. The moose is timeless. Mm, And always loose. You can't contain the moose. Unless you have a cage at a zoo. (laughs) Yeah, but then... Bars big enough for kids to get through. Yes, and also some imitation moose antler arrows to fire at it in case of the eventuality of a child climbing behind those, yeah, bars. But anyway. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, uh, Mel's outfit's great. I it, It's just super disco-looking, giant popped collar. Biggest collar we got. It's got, it took me a while, it's got like an M formed by like two... Is that an M, though? I think it kind of is. It's a weird symbol if it isn't. Because I was I would expect it to be an H for Hornblower, but I think he is publicly known as Mal, and it also doesn't look like an H. Um, it could just be an abstract symbol that is two uh, shofars back-to-back. Two droopy shofars. But, yeah, it, he only has one. I couldn't parse that symbol. And also, I was disappointed that when the great frog played at the club, he was playing a trumpet, trumpet. instead of a I noticed that as well. Also, I hate to bring this up, but he's lost like four or five fights now. He should be dead many times over by the Angel, Angel Azrael's, the terms of the deal that he made to get that magic shofar. Azrael's been busy. I guess so. Palling around with his, his friend Gargamel. Wait a minute. No, that was the cat. Gargamel had a cat named Azrael. It's a different guy. I get that. Okay. I was just making a little joke. It's pretty good. It's a pretty little joke. Sorry. (laughs) It's tiny. (laughs) So. That cat hated Smurfs, man. Yeah, man. The scale on that show is fucked up, too. Three apples does not. Dude, that cat was fucking enormous. Mm -hmm. 
That that was insane. Makes no, no I, sense. I, I, maybe they meant crab apples. That was all I could. Still, yeah, no, it's, that cat's fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. That always bothered me. Me too. Hmm. 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 Here's another thing that bothered me. Okay. The skateboard jerks. It, on the cover, it says that they're the rocket rollers. Did they ever call themselves that in the comic? I believe so. Okay. The rocket rollers. They say that they robbed the club while they were there. Mm-hmm. When did they do that? They showed up and started beating people up. It takes time, I would think, for them to... And then they made a getaway because they were getting punched at. Like... Off-panel. When did they get time to... Yeah. So much happens off-panel in this comic book. That club was jumping, too, so it's conceivable that there was a they huge... They just, like, snuck like, in, took the box office, and then started punching? Yeah, there was probably a giant box of money. We also see uh, Joker's daughter out of costume for the first time. Yeah, okay, what the fuck, man, because she looks totally normal. Yeah, and pretty cute. And so... How does that costume make her mouth all creepy and snake Nancy Reagan-like? I don't know. Maybe it's all done with makeup. Ugh. Like, maybe instead of just, like, her putting on clown face makeup, she's also doing, like, a full... Uh, what was the name of the special effects makeup guy that you loved? The Tom's, one from Fangoria. Tom, Tom Savini? Yeah, maybe she, she's, like, does <laughs> Tom Savini makeup on herself every time she changes her outfit. Ah, uh, that's... So that would make cute. me like her a little bit better. It's, the, it's weird, though, seeing her, because she's just, like, kind of a cute, like, pixie-cut girl. She actually looks a lot face. like, uh, she looks a lot like Wonder Girl's old roommate, Shannon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. wonder what she's up to. Don't know. Yeah. Probably no good. Why do you say that? Oh, I don't know. I just got the impression that she was always getting into hijinks and trouble and seeing aliens. Uh. I mean, you know. It's not very it's charitable. no fault of her own, but... Mm. Well, okay. I'm it's sorry. Okay, you don't have to be charitable. Hey, try. <laughs> Keep trying. Okay. There, when we get into the panels, too, we'll talk about the delightful, not for her, interaction between her and uh, and, and Roy. Dude, what the fuck is up with Roy? He's a creep. We This has been established. Yeah, he is canonically a fucking creeper. But yeah, when he just tries to like give her a back rub and shit... She's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, that is so not cool. That is, it is, yeah. and Which good, is not. Good point for her. Mm-hmm. She also has a weird interaction with Mal there, which I kind of enjoyed, in which... Yeah, that was... I think that Mal was being, like, disarmingly self-deprecating and, like, strangely self-aware mm-hmm. there, but I kind of enjoyed that, like, as kind of like a meta joke, where she's like, God damn it, Roy, he can't keep doing that. He was just telling me that I wasn't good enough, like, Mm-hmm. A few hours ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now he's hitting on me. And, like, and Mal's like, yeah, that's Roy. But don't you go acting like the persecuted Titan. That's my bag. And I don't intend to give it up. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a minute. That's, I mean, kind of. But you also say that, like, it's a personality trait that you have claimed for yourself as, like, mm-hmm. this is my thing. As opposed to. It's true. You were right to feel persecuted because they were persecuting you. They were not. T- they were taking you for granted. It also, to a degree, touches on the the thing in in social justice where systems will try and you know play people that have struggles, groups right. of people against each other, right? To, like you know, feminists versus um, you know people struggling for civil rights in mm-hmm. in this era, and so it touches on that too. Which yeah, that was kind of an interesting little. It was it was a weird interaction, capsule. which I I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it, mm-hmm. but it was. Definitely worth noting. Yeah. 
yeah, as I said, a ton happens off-panel in this issue. I did not overall care for this issue terribly much. It was a little clunky, and uh, it seemed like there was uh, some filler and some action. What I did like is that we got to see dudes on crazy-ass skateboards sure. and uh, Bumblebee. No, and we get the reveal. Turns out, Bumblebee is really Karen. Who knew? Man, didn't see that one coming. Mm-hmm. Also, what is wrong with fucking Aqualad, man? I'm worried about the kid. I am super worried about him, and I kind of agree with Aquaman on this. Like, what the fuck, Titans? <laughs> what did you do? He was fine. I, I like that. Exactly. It's like, you know, I had a real nice teenager going here. You guys take him for like a second. He disappears for seven years to babysit, and... He wasn't really babysitting for Aquaman at this point, I don't think. Mm-mm. He was doing um, all kinds of yeah, things. He was up to all kinds of shenanigans. But I really like Aquaman's stance <laughs> that they're like, what's wrong with him? And he's like, I have no idea, but I blame you. <laughs> it's like, what did we do? Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's just your fault. And Very... you know what? It probably is specifically I blame Speedy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just because. Well, he was the one who didn't listen to Aquaman and keep the cube filled with distilled water. It turns out, apparently, that wasn't the issue. Mm-hmm. But Speedy's a real dick in this issue. And in general. He's kind of got that going for him. Yeah. Well, at least it wasn't the aquatic Asian flu. or Yeah, it wasn't the hydro-Asian flu. Hydro-Asian that flu. was a red herring. Uh, you know, a quasi-racist <laughs> red herring. <laughs> yeah. So, here are the things that happen off-panel that are just like... Kind of important, it seems like. Aqualad getting better? That's fine. It's a nice reveal that he pops out of the ocean, he's fine, he punches the bad guys, and what timing? then falls sick right immediately again. But them taking him back to Atlantis happens off-panel. Capturing the engineer who was the mastermind behind the rocket rollers happens off-panel. The capture of the rocket rollers and them being taken to jail happens off-panel. It, it was really an oddly paced, very clunky issue. It seems weird to me that they brought, bothered introducing a mastermind to the Rocket Rollers and giving him a motivation, and then there's no payoff for him. Maybe he'll show up later. Maybe he's the one who swiped Gabriel's horn. I don't know, but it seemed really clunky and bad storytelling, frankly. Yeah, I was thinking it can only be foreshadowing for a later villain to pop up but i got the sense that that might not be the case they ran out of pages at the end in general it really has a very rushed feeling to it and oh i thought i was going in this direction but nope like Mm -hmm. introducing the new costume and then taking it away in the same issue and then the cop showed up and everything was cool right yeah but then it was all fine because he knew taekwondo that was a story that i wrote when i was in like fourth grade (laughs) Not bad. It was pretty good. Now, I'll share it with you later. Okay. Yeah, when we have more time. Fine. It was pretty great. Okay. He knew really good Taekwondo. The good kind. Yeah, yeah, no, like the really good kind. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Corey had a Taekwondo instructor named... Uh, Master? N- Master Norman Bates. So first of all, he's named Norman <laughs> Bates, and then they have to call him Master Bates. <sighs> That was the biggest challenge of my my young life. Was yeah, saying that seriously. <laughs> I'm amazed you were able to. I mean, it must have helped that he was apparently very good at taekwondo. Yeah, well, yeah, he didn't want the guy to kick you. Right. 
Yeah, that's uh, a lot of kicks in Taekwondo. Mostly kicks. Mostly kicks. I think all kicks. I mean, they taught some punches, but it was really kicky. It was like, really, guys, you're going to want to be doing kicks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's going to track me down. Norman Bates. <laughs> if you're out there, my brother's a good guy. You're the one who went into a career choice that made children call you Master Bates. <laughs> <laughs> Also, dude, I'm sorry, but if you're named Norman Bates, just change your name. Yeah. There's no there's no good call from that. Yeah, sorry, that name's taken. You don't get to be named that anymore. Yeah, I mean, you can change that shit, too. Like, um, like Zach, Zach Irons. That's not his given name. It's not? No, when he was, like, uh, like a little kid, like, four or something, he was just like, I will be called Zach from now on. Everybody's like, okay. What was his name before? Uh, sorry, Zach. Uh, Kelly. What? Kelly Irons. How did I not know this? I do not know. Oh! No, it just stuck. Like, when he was super little, he was just like, I don't like my name. I want to be called Zach. Well, my friend, uh, Coach, changed his name to Coach from Ryan mm. because he thought it would be funny. And it turns out he was right. I only have met that dude as, uh, as coach. Uh, coach. Yeah, no, he legally changed his name to Coach. Um, really, for no other reason than he thought it would be funny. And it says Coach on his license and everything. Wow. Was that a lot of effort? I don't think so. Huh, I think it's like 50 bucks. Something like that. You have to go through some... It probably is a bit of a hassle. I think you have to go through a lot of, like, hmm. paperwork and, like, send notices to banks and stuff. But hmm. totally worth it. And totally, like, if it's worth it for a kind of funny joke or to not be called Kelly, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, then it's totally worth it to not be called Norman Bates or Master Bates. Yeah. Man. That guy seems like he must have been a... Like, that, that is a legitimate supervillain motivation. Much more so than... Uh, girls don't think I'm the coolest engineer in the world anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Now, fortunately, mostly you just called the instructors sir. Oh. That's so, disappointing. Yeah. I um, thought it was a constant barrage of you saying Master Bates with a straight face. That would be a lot funnier. Mm, a lot more difficult, certainly. Probably impossible. I think the median age of the student body there was probably like 13. So oh, Jesus Christ. Wouldn't have. That guy must have been some kind of masochist. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't his real name. Yeah? Yeah. Something worse. Freddy Krueger? <laughs> not worse in that context, though. What's the worst name? Uh, I think I think Norman Bates might be the worst name if people are going to call you Master. Oh, if people are calling you Master, for sure. But, like, in general, I think it's usually languages that aren't English, and then, then you get the name, and it turns out bad. Like, um, there was the one that was on the Internet, the Dr. Uh, Wet Farts. I was unaware that there was a gentleman named Dr. Wet Farts. Well, it must be true. It was on the Internet. Oh, well, indeed. W-H-E-T. <laughs> Indeed. That's pretty good. Anywho. We're getting the slightest bit off topic here. Ah. Yes. Um, Let's. I was talking about story structure. The fact, another thing that happens that is important that happens off panel, and we have no idea about it, but we are told that it has happened, is the apparent theft of Mal's horn. Yes. When did this take place? I have no fucking idea. I can only... Yes, it happened in the same off-panel time as the theft of the, the lockbox or the money by the right. rolling... So maybe they took his shofar at the same time? I don't think he used his shofar at all this issue. 
Well, the weird thing too is when he changed into his groovy first costume. It was oh, it's tucked it's into his lung uh, at his hip. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that happened after the initial rocket rollers. Thing. Yeah. So it so couldn't have happened at that. He point. lost it after they came there. And maybe he didn't. It wasn't stolen. Maybe he just misplaced it. I would also be embarrassed to the point that I would mislead my personal narrator about it if. I had misplaced the magical ram's horn that I had won in a fist fight with an angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like we are cheated that we don't get to see any of this and that it's just dropped as a, oh, by the way, this happened. And I did want to see the Guardian costume come back. I was uh, upset that it was given somewhat short shrift with him just getting it mm. at the very end of an issue. But this feels like another cheating thing to have him lose his... He gets a new persona. He, he gets the name Hornblower. He gets a, a rad disco outfit to go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's taken away. All right, Rosakis. Yeah, you you're better on, have something good planned with it. You're shit. on notice. Although it did say in the letters column. Did you read any of the letters? I didn't have a chance. No. Uh, it does say that in the next episode, Lilith, Gnark, Hawk and Dove, Beast Boy, everybody's coming back. Shit. It's the 50th issue. you got to pull out. Oh. How many of the stops do you think they should pull out? I would just go ahead and say all. Seven? All of them? All of the stops? All the stops out. No stops. Well, I think think they've heeded your advice. I think they pulled out all of the stops. Well, I don't know how many stops there are, but I would say just pull them. Yeah. Just all. Yeah, I think think that's what they're doing. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. All stops. Whoop. Nope. Hey, where are all those stops? Pulled. Well. Damn. It's like they never were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Anything else you want to touch on about this issue? I did have one other thing I wanted to bring up at least briefly. Go for it. So, it's a minor point, but Kid Flash is chasing the unknocked out rocket rollers, because Mal has knocked out a lot of them in the fracas. Yes. And he chases them out to sea. Their skateboards turn into surfboards, which is rad. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, no, now no one can catch them. They'll get away. Dude, what were you doing in the very first panel of this issue, Kid Flash? Running on water. Running Super across fast. the surface of the ocean. The very ocean that you are heading off that they are heading off into, and you're saying, oh no, now no one can catch them. Yeah. Do you think he was saying that like super loud and just like, oh no, no one can catch them now? Like he was giving Aqualad a setup? Because that is when Aqualad jumps out and just like KOs them all, which is rad. That's pretty much the only explanation for Aqualad showing up there. Yeah, that they had it planned. Yeah. Like, dude, okay, I know you're recovering from a terrible illness, and I don't know exactly when you'll get back, but when you start to feel better, why don't you just start hanging around the bay in Long Island, and I'll try to crack... I'll try to chase some criminals into you, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll, I'll give you a cue so you can have a rat entrance. Maybe that's what's wrong with him. Maybe it's just fucking hanging out in polluted water off side of outside of uh, New York. I think he's got a land illness. Oh, like just being out of the ocean fucks. Him do you up. think he's? Oh, okay. So being out of the. But it's it's happening when he's still in the ocean, though. Mm. Well, he's sick, and they bring him there, and then he gets better, and then he goes yeah. back on land. And he gets sick again. Yeah. Poor guy. Mm. His entrance is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's a phenomenal entrance where he just, like, leaps out of the ocean and does a double punch. Yeah, punches two guys at the same time. It's a great thing to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Speaking of which, what was your favorite panel? Despite the story being relatively thin, I guess, I mm-hmm. came up with quite a, f- a few options. For, there are for some great panels like. in this. Do you just want to go back and forth? Sure. I'm going to take first one right off the bat, Mal's debut as Hornblower. Yep. It's just, he shows up and just does his, like, stand out in front of the crowd, fashion model pose in his new outfit, and says, I like it! And Robin says, I like it too! And then (laughs) Roy, Speedy says something shitty, because Speedy's a fucking shit heel. Yep, I had that one. It's just great, and it's a great outfit. Blue giant disco collar, covered in stars, weird big M for Mal, or for two horns for Hornblower. Or some just symbol. Or just a, yeah, a symbol that... Like it's a, a symbol. Yeah, I was gonna say geographic. That's not the right one. Yeah. What's I, with the star signs that were big? In astrological. There? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Huh. Not not really geographical. Not in the slightest. No. So on page three, I had one that I liked that yes. I titled "Suspicious Backrub." <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good one. Uh, yeah, it is. Speedy is... What a fucking creep, man. He is a super fucking creep. <laughs> My patented back rub will pep you up. Oh, I don't even think like that, that costume is because he's a superhero thing. I think it's like a pickup artist thing. I think he's just peacocking. Ugh. And we know how you feel about peacocks. Uh, the worst. Well, mm-hmm. I mean... Ne- next, they're pretty Geese bad. are the worst. Geese are the worst. That's Whenever people do something that really upsets me, I, I my initial thought is to say, man, people are the worst. And then I have to immediately go back and edit that, too. No, people are the second worst. Geese, geese are the worst. Geese are the worst. Mm-hmm. Except Canadian geese. Hmm. No, dude. Seriously, I met someone I was up there. Or, well, I mean, I was did in the I, car. Did, were you partying with them? No, I was in a car, and I was near them. But they didn't menace me. They were, like, totally cool. They just hung yeah. out on the grass. Well, they got that socialized health care. They were polite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice work, Canada. Um, I still don't trust your geese. No. Well, I, I'm not going to get out of the car. Right. I'm not going to get out of the car. Oh, God, you've gone over to their side. <laughs> what was your other panel of choice? Um, Man, the Aqualad double double bad guy punch that was my, my backup choice because that was just sweet. And I was so glad that he was okay and then he wasn't okay. <sighs> I had that one also. And then I my final one, which I, I drew a little star next to because I think it's the winner is on page five, which is the Rocket Rollers entrance. Which is, it's almost a full, like, a half page, and they bust into the club, and it's super badass. And they do know how to make jerks. an entrance. I will give them that. It is weird, though, that, like, one of their super gadgets is earplugs that makes them not able to hear anything, which makes sense that they're like, okay, we're going to be tangling with Wonder Girl, which makes you know that they did at least suspect that the Teen Titans would be at the club. Of course. Um, That's why they were there. Yeah. But they're also bantering as they're fighting. Do you think that the earplugs only filter out Wonder Girl? No. Do you think Brian is that big of a brain? I don't think Brian is that big of a brain, frankly. (laughs) Um, I think that they have earplugs in and nobody can figure out that they can't hear anything. But they are shouting their dialogue (laughs) at the top of their lungs while other people are talking. Like halfway through somebody saying something, they'll just respond and be like... Looks like we've got you there! <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. There we go. Page five. Okay. What was your favorite dialogue? There was also some pretty good dialogue. I had a couple to one. choose from. Why don't uh, why don't you go first? Alright. 
I like it when uh, Duella says, and this is taken wildly out of context, but I'll say it anyway. Okay. Uh, we've glad handed over 256 swingers already. <laughs> I glossed over that. <laughs> it's delightful. <laughs> yes, out of context, that is really nice. Uh, I like it when, uh, I believe it is, Roy shouts at Wonder Girl, you ding-dong, what are you doing? It's Kid Flash. It is Kid Flash. <laughs> that was my second. Yeah. <laughs> you ding-dong, what are you doing is pretty good. Do you yep. have another? Uh, I have one, that last one, which is from, from Mal, um, who says, hold it, you slippery skunks. Yeah, that's pretty good. I had one more that was, I believe, Wonder Girl saying, let's show these guys how we hustle, and I don't mean the dance. Ooh. I like that because it puts a very nice timestamp yeah. on it. Alright, so who is your favorite Titan this issue? This one was a little tough for me. It goes yeah. it goes back and forth between I feel kinda like I almost need to try and find reasons to choose somebody that's not Mal because mm -hmm. I'm always choosing him because He gets two pretty sweet new outfits in this though. Yeah, his outfits are pretty rad. Um so Mal was one of my choices, but sure. I think I'm going to go with, I don't think it's quite a sympathy vote, but like that double punch was pretty badass and ah, man, he doesn't show up very often, but when he shows up, bam, he gets shit done. And so yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, with Aqualad and, and may he feel better soon. Yeah, I uh, I got to agree with you. I'm going with Aqualad as well. It, it was a tough decision because yeah, Mal got two outfits and that was pretty good. And I just fucking love Bumblebee, but she doesn't do a particularly great job. I like how quickly they're, like, she shows up and is like, I decided the Titans are great after all. She explains her motivation a little bit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She says that she was tired of Mal hanging out with the Titans and she felt like they took him for granted and they didn't really care about him. Mm -hmm. And so she was going to dress up and specifically attack Mal mm -hmm. and show him that the other Titans wouldn't lift a finger to help him. Mm-hmm. And that is not what happened. And she's like, oh, no, you guys leapt in and really defended him and said he was one of you. And so I decided you guys are okay and I'm going to join your team. And they're like, okay, where'd you get the outfit? And she's like, um, I just got it. Never mind. It's a secret. It's I can't a tell secret. You I can't tell you, which is another thing. Like, there are way too many of those bombs dropped in this issue. Mm -hmm. Like, it's cheating. I don't like it. It's almost like there's two people writing and and so, and, and one yeah, guy's like, just leaving blanks. Yeah, are these hard questions to answer, and the other guy's just like, and I won't tell you. Yeah, I'll get back to that later. Yeah, yeah. never mind. Yeah, it, it it really, yeah, it does not feel cohesive. Um, but I do like <laughs> I do like Bumblebee a lot, and I like that she also, when we saw her sewing, she I just assumed she was sewing her outfit, but she was sewing Mal's new outfit as Hornblower. That's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. I, I was chuckling just now because on the cover she's got her bumblebee goggles on, mm -hmm. and they totally remind me of those uh, glasses that you had as a kid that I think you got at Saturday Market. That were oh, like that the, are made out of uh, like strainers. tea strainers, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do look like that. I didn't look as good as Bumblebee does in them, though. Oh, who would? Well, I didn't have the uh, complete ensemble. I didn't have any kind of a butt stinger cannon going on. <laughs> nope. It's a damn shame. I'm glad yeah. they don't sell those to kids. Yeah. It, it would be irresponsible. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We got some really great feedback from people wishing us a happy birthday. It has been uh, a year of us doing this now. Wow. I know. It 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 seems like, oh, it's it's been a year already. And it also seems I cannot remember a time when I wasn't doing this. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, we are coming to an end of the Teen Titans initial run pretty soon. I think three issues and then there's some fill-ins. I found, due to uh, one of our listeners called in, uh, Ed Himmel, I believe his name is, and he informed me that there is a later Wonder Woman backup stories, the featuring Wonder Girl, and it is her search to find what happened to Mr. Jupiter. Oh. So... I've tracked down the first of those. I will be getting the second soon. We can we can discuss those. There's a couple of Brave and the Bold still that we haven't done. But we're coming to the end, and it's been a really fun ride. And thanks so much of you for joining us. We've gotten some really nice birthday wishes from a number of you. Uh, Brad Reed, I have not gotten back to yet. I will soon. Uh, I got a really nice long email from him suggesting that the next comic book that we cover will be would be uh, Bob Rosakis's Amazing Man run. Which, mm. he raised some very good points. I don't think that is what we will be doing next. Uh, but uh, I will definitely read those, thanks to your input. Thank you, Brad. And just overall, really, an, outro- an outpouring of support that I really appreciate. And you guys are the best fans. And thank you so much for listening. Indeed. So, if you would like to continue this showering of us with affection... And gifts. You can send us gifts. Why not? Uh, you can contact us at ttwasteland at gmail.com for all your contacting us needs. Um, leave us a review on iTunes. You can look at the Tumblr blog. You can donate on Patreon if you like. It is patreon.com backslash ttwasteland. Thanks so much. Indeed. To Key Orc. I get to live another day. Peace and farewell. That's all I got. Yeah, I'm out. There's another one. Is there? Oh, there there were. Pies made out of steel? No. Mm. Get to live another hour. Farewell. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) And they knew it. C-Man, totally a real video game. You uh, And it was narrated by Leonard Nimoy. It was for the Sega Dreamcast, and I have seen pictures of it. It is a fish with a human face that you apparently have to raise and keep from dying, which I don't know why you would do that. You should kill that thing. Uh, that, it, it is the only thing I have seen that is creepier than Nancy Reagan in a skin-type bodysuit. Uh... Which, granted, I have not seen, but you made me imagine it like a jerk. <laughs> okay well. but it is called Seaman too okay so Seaman Seaman for the Sega Dreamcast it's real it's real congratulations oh I, I don't want it to be real it's terrifying too late I'm gonna show you some pictures of it and you're gonna freak the fuck out okay fine good not scared <laughs> should be fine be very afraid <laughs>